0: You are listening to episode 57 of the 11th Hour, a podcast about Ranted. I am Sam Melanchon of Debacle Records. I am Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. Uh, Each week, one of us picks a song from Ranted or a Ranted adjacent uh, project, and we talk about all our complicated feelings uh, therein. This week was my pick. And uh, returning to the promised land, we went back to oh, life will not wait. Uh, no. 1998, no, life will not wait. Uh, and I picked a new dress. With the different Religious and it's a
1: got
0: me the Uh new dress Life on Wait came out in June 30th of 1998. Uh, which kind of timeline-wise makes a lot of sense for this song. Um uh the songwriting credits are uh Lars and Tim. This is a very much a Lars song. It's co- sung completely by Lars with some uh backing vocals by Mark lynn of uh slackers um sort of the other vocalists one of the other vocalists in the slackers um doing those kind of high pitched kind of pitchy but kind yeah. of works yeah backing vocals i i kind of love them but they're you know they could be a little rough if you're if you're super sensitive to that um
1: if you're super sensitive to poorly sung things rance it's probably not for you
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a valid point you made. yeah uh the song itself uh is a very it's a zoom in in the chorus about a woman in a balkanized country in somewhere in the post-yugoslavia um during the you know uh bosnian war or the um yugoslavia there's like a series of wars in the balkan region um in the 90s for 10 years looking it up i didn't i kind of forgot that there was like a series of wars very complicated of uh sectarian sort of like tribe and group and sub republics and just like all sorts of layers of of um different uh different complicated groups but sometimes it's religions versus religions. sometimes it's region versus region it's all of those things very, very, some of the most complicated political stuff. Not even going to pretend to get into it um, and in any deep layer. Other than it's some of the most obvious and heinous war crimes that have uh, happened in the you know modern era, the mm-hmm. post World War II era. Um, just very open genocide. You know, genocide via you know systemic rape and like all this just incredibly horrible stuff was happening in the 90s at different periods and different sort of like slow resolution of these like different areas of war uh Slobodan Milosevic is the one who is most famous in America I feel like is perpetrating and sort of causing a lot of this stuff though there was um a couple other you know major warlords oh, yeah. you know and uh that all luckily all <laughs> luckily I don't know what that means <laughs> were put on trial in right you know, for war crimes you know was this is one of the times that sort of like international tribunal on war crimes uh you know it got classified as an international war because they ended up being separate uh entities i guess it's sort of like the thing like legally legalistically it was able to be go forward on that level and so um slobodan died before he could be uh uh sentenced i believe yeah but so fuck that guy i remember very vividly it was a weird side thing i remember very vividly around the time of this album probably like late 90s mm-hmm. my dad was just incensed about this whole thing you know this must have been the bosnian conflict which is sort of the second major conflict the later period conflict though you know like i said i think it's this this big you know blob of right. I mean, conflicts that stretch across the yeah, 90s and
1: or interconnected and all smart. interconnected
0: and yeah all these different ways and um i remember him just being like i remember he's got into a, the car with me in issaquah we were in downtown squad doing his like you know sometimes i'd go with him to do his errands on like a saturday morning and he had like a mailbox somewhere you know he would go you know like a business mailbox and I think we were doing that and i remember he like picked up a paper and he was so incensed about what was going on and he was getting back in the car (laughs) i wonder if he listens to this uh if he remembers this but i remember him very vividly saying if i had a fatal disease you know like i was dying he says the number one thing i would do is figure out a way to like smuggle a gun or go get a gun and figure out a way to go kill that fucker like like and this is not my dad wow like like this is my dad is a sufi hippie you know like he is a multi-religion you know like yeah probably a pacifist he is deeply involved in Sufi's thinking and you know eastern thought and 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 meditation and is a i mean he you know I think if things had, you know, like that sort of thing, he's ready to get rid of shitheads, but like, he's not a tough guy. Doesn't speak in those languages. Does not like guns. Does not, you know, all these things. And it was such a visceral thing to me of like, he was just like, if I was going to die, the thing I'd want to go do is kill this guy. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like this thought that he could, but like, he just had this like visceral, like, he was so mad about everything that had you ever heard like him like,
1: express like anything like that before? no
0: i've never heard him wow. i like i i don't feel like i've ever heard i always remember him getting upset when something hurt sure. you know we did rwanda you know right. like i remember you know like we pretty openly discussed a lot of things in my family whether or not i always understood them around you know when feels yeah. like the 90s were like the time <laughs> oh, of god <laughs> man overseas genocides yes. you know that that felt abstract to a kid you know and this one, being like, there's war in Europe, where there's this horrific genocide, and the people wouldn't talk completely openly about what it was. Right. You know, Even researching, I didn't fully understand how horrific it was, other than they were killing their own folks. But I didn't realize how like torturous and, right. and just. I remember I read a book about that kind of zoomed into one thing that won a bunch of awards that I found to be a little trite, but it was about, you know, a guy digging his own grave and the you know his neighbor had brought him out to a you know grave to be you know right you know whatever it was like sort of the neighbor versus neighbor thing and kind of the night of them talking before he shot him you know sort of thing and that was interesting and kind of enlightening to me from a like, like personal thing but it was a little i don't know it was a little too washed of the horror i guess on some yeah, level yeah, it was yeah, trying yeah. to do this humanizing thing um but it still was probably pretty impactful to me and it was kind of in an unnamed european you know like you know eastern european conflict is what i think the vibe was of that book but like i yeah i just like this was not this was like a bad thing was happening clinton was botching it was the vibe i remember but like but i remember clinton was leaning in because he didn't want but i remember the vibe being told to me that it was like clinton was leaning in because he didn't want rwanda again right like he was so frustrated that rwanda had happened right that he was like i don't want you know
1: i don't want i that, don't want another like rwanda on my hands yeah he's like, like to, i can't li- yeah. live
0: with that you know and and whether or not yeah i, I do think even these shitty people like I don't love Bill Clinton, but I do think they actually do feel these things. You know, I, I think they feel them in weird abstracts where they can compartmentalize certain things. I, always, you know, I think Bush felt things that were weird for the guy who also was cool with torture and all these things, you know? Yeah, and, I always
1: wonder how how much they feel it. Ver- you know, Who knows? But, like, to to get – I mean, I very much believe that to – want to be president of the united states for example you have to be basically a fucking sociopath
0: sociopath narcissist yeah Yeah, exactly and so it's
1: like i don't even think that they give a shit about the thing itself they just are care about how it makes them look like
0: i think that's a lot of it i tend to think that what it is even more so though is that they selectively like irrationally choose what things to feel
1: yeah no i mean yeah that's fair i mean i think you know when i think about just current times and like where i live and like we have the shittiest fucking governor and the yeah and you see the shit that they yeah i mean it's like oh so you care about i mean they're all hypocrites and just want to line their pockets and they're crooks and all those things but you know and uh, this whole like uh, (laughs) oh I mean and this isn't just happening in Oklahoma, this is happening all over the place. Like, oh we parents rights, parents' rights, parents' rights. We're gonna completely uh, yeah. ban trans uh care because yeah. we're gonna we don't believe parents can make decisions. And yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, I don't you know, this <laughs> this actually reminds me of something my wife was telling me earlier today about uh, okay, I'm gonna totally like derail our whole conversation for a second. Sure. Let's
0: just <laughs> um I like this. but well,
1: so she was telling me we were as we were driving back from dropping our daughter off at school and she was and somehow i think you know i told her she's been listening to the podcast and she's up to the bad optics or doom regular or whatever you want to, episode oh, yeah, yeah. and she was like god that song you know the clips on there she's like it's like a really good song it's like yeah it's a really fucking good song and then she's telling me that at some point she is going to make an 11th hour podcast bingo card and, oh no! And so it's gonna. She was like, one of the squares is gonna be, and I, this made me think of this because of what I just did. Every time Brad brings up trans rights, every time, oh, yeah. every time one of the hosts says, "But like," every, oh wow. <laughs> Jesus! I can't remember. She had a that couple one's other the, ones.
0: That one's the free square that you just get <laughs> yeah. every episode.
1: I just thought that was. I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. So if she does that. Um, join the Patreon, and you'll get it first. So. yeah
0: exactly we should do that we should <laughs> anyway I,
1: back to back to the fucking <laughs> genocide in the Balkans I guess
0: <laughs> i I don't wanna yeah. I, this is funny we're in a we're off on a whole nother thing but and the the absolute truth is that, like I don't know enough and I and it's so complicated other than this was like one of the truly up until of course you know um the you know second Iraq war and, and Afghanistan and post 911. This was the most like closest to like, oh, we are involved. There's bombings. And like, the, you know, like this is like post, you know, desert storm pre 9 11, this was like the most visceral thing that had happened. And then that, that, whenever I hear about Yugoslavia and the Balkans and like, like I always think back to that memory of my dad saying yeah. that. And it was probably the most like, nothing little moment for him I mean, he was just very pissed about sure. it you know and it's like and i was pretty old you know i was you know a teenager of some sort you know um probably you know i was probably 15 16 of some sort and 13 14 15 of some, somewhere in yeah. there depending on when he actually said this and and um it's so funny like that's my personalization of like if my dad is that mad and it's that abstract to me that it's like oh there's these countries in Eastern Europe that are it must be pretty bad you know what I mean that that was all I could think of and then I remember kind of following it past that with no level of detail because it was always such a like black box of complexity Mm -hmm. but just being like Milosevic is the piece of shit you know what I mean like like I wanted him to get caught and I wanted him to like you know like like just and I'm sure it's just because my dad said that, you know, and which is like a little creepy, right? like what if my dad was like fuck them trans kids you know right what I mean? like like i I don't think I would have had the same thought like he was obviously a war criminal, so like <laughs> like that's easier to buy in on, but like that it is so interesting how something like that somebody you respect making a comic can be so like impactful yeah it, but yeah that's that, that again since i can't talk about like the specifics too much about you know the balkan wars this is the thing that jumps to mind when i, I start thinking about this stuff yeah but.
1: i like i try i tried to read a little bit about this years ago just because um my daughter's best friend that her and her family mm-hmm. are from montenegro um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody from the, you know, and it was just like one of those things. I remember when we first met them and it was like, oh my God, wait a minute. Like, and I mean, and I've never had a conversation with them about like, I don't know her parent, like the parents all that well. And, um, but it was, I just remember reading through stuff a couple of years and just being like, fuck, like I had no concept of like back when it was happening. Like when it, like for me, cause I don't know, it felt very distant. I mean, it was mm-hmm. very distant, but it didn't it wasn't like front of con- my consciousness like say the second Iraq war was or mm-hmm. like yep. um because I you know and and maybe it was an age thing cuz I mean if this was 91 to 2001 I mean, you know, I was 91 I was 12, 2000, so I'd have been 20. You know, I mean, I was in like kind of prime teen years when the it was going on, but I don't know it's just like it wasn't i remember it I But again re-
0: it's like so specific and complex yeah and like the, the 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 people involved in the different yeah groups involved were so complex it wasn't a simple you couldn't right if you weren't familiar with all these different sects and tribes and um ethnic majority minorities and and yeah religious complexities and all these things that like there's a reason it's so complex and will right. never be solved you know and like it like the fact that we've even had the outcomes we have had it's like this weird miracle of like right. there are a few countries and they've kind of like respected each other for the most part and like it's kind of incredible you know like
1: yeah yeah no it's uh, it's yeah well and i think that all of that complex you know i mean with thinking about like the second iraq war it was in a lot of ways more clear what was happening like it i mean in the sense of oh we're blaming people to have nothing to do with this shit like i mean from a like protest standpoint or from a mm-hmm. i don't it, it just it i don't know anyway this is this is a whole yeah. other rabbit hole <laughs> conversation and like yeah i'm gonna
0: the, the The only thing i'll say and then we can talk about the song which by the way i think is a wonderful song yeah it's a great song. uh and there's a f- couple of funny other things to talk about but uh i i i also didn't know anybody very close but I spent the last couple of years working with somebody who had basically grown up in slovenia and had grown up you know as a you know 90s maybe mm-hmm. late 80s 90s you know uh millennial and um and had been here for seven years at that time so you know spent all the time there and um you know she's just like what are you talking about like like with the trump stuff and the maga and and Mm -hmm. these sort of um what are they called the ones that just like like the inevitableists. it's not that word where they just they think it's like no matter what happens there will be a war you know like there there has to be word they're trying to make it inevitable that there will be a race for what are those horrific oh, people yeah I don't know I, there's yeah. a there's a term for that yeah, right yeah
1: there is and I can't think of what it is fucking assholes. all that <laughs> that's what the mean. pieces of sh- goddamn yeah,
0: yeah scum yeah yeah um
1: go fucking drive uh, off a bridge you assholes. yeah exactly they, they if they
0: you're if you them. have such a death wish go <laughs> yeah go <laughs> kill your own <laughs> yeah yeah exactly okay anyways um <laughs> but you know like she constantly was like what are you talking about of course it can happen yeah you know what i mean like like she has this completely different view of the world right um that's interesting then, uh,
1: you know i had to think about my my kids friends fa- like yeah i wonder because you know, again we haven't ever like we've had we've talked and like they're they're like super fucking cool people like her dad is was a professional soccer player and retired recently like i was just like was looking him up on wikipedia to see how old he is and so he would have been <laughs> just i'm uh, thinking about like i wonder how old he was when this was all going on and and so he's like 39 so he would have been you know when this was going on it, yeah, you know. yeah and so it in all the conversations we ever had it's like stuff like like there doesn't seem to be any the, like the politics and stuff to never come up which i you know i don't try to bring up on a you know regular basis or anything but i can imagine this it's like yeah do we've seen this shit but we're like whew, this isn't
0: <laughs> yeah this isn't new like like these I'm sort not... of populist leaders coming up and yeah you know, so anyway. soaking the flames and yeah exactly like for a lot of people in these other countries it's like yeah we've seen it this playbook isn't new you know right what I mean? like right <laughs> but I mean all this playbook all the trans rights playbook is exactly the Russian playbook you know Um, exactly yep um the only other funny thing I will say is the same person because they lived through all this I think she loves to say something like America invented two things I forget what the one funny thing she says America invented and she's like and she she's like America invented freedom but it's not real you know there's no such thing as freedom like what are you talking about like there's no freedom when you when you know when the mob comes for you you know sort of thing and it's like oh yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah you're right uh and it's like i don't want to dig hope oh, she doesn't listen to this i feel bad you know minding her life for this conversation <laughs> but like it's like i don't want to dig anymore into what happened you know to your family or anything um right Yeah, so uh anyways. Anyways, that I don't know. This is this is quite the episode so far. We've really been like going, you know, getting a little experimental with the format of these episodes, but (laughs) (laughs) bear with us. But like okay. This is the so going back to Life Won't Wait, like I was listening to Life Won't Wait, I was listening to this song. Uh we've been kind of on the fringes of like early weird rancid and like more recent stuff that has been really on our mind uh no album sounds as good as life won't wait right like i don't think any album sonically sounds even close to as good as life won't wait i was Mm. just listening to this album like the production on this album is so fucking good yeah
1: no i mean this we've talked about this a couple times how it's like you can tell they spend a shitload of money on this
0: Uh, but it's It's like they
1: spend it well
0: like, yeah, like exactly. they spend it in the right places, and there's yeah. so many engineers. There's like, we have no idea who actually did any one thing on this record. It's just like, yeah, they put an army of engineers and like 10 studios, and like, you know, it's just they put a lot into it, and that they, they were young and hungry. And uh, even you know, they you know, Skywalker sound is no slouch, but like this record you know obviously tape was involved you know like there was it was sort of of an era yeah in a moment and everything sounds really good and i was going to say this song sounds like no other Ranson song in that it's the bass is super forward this sort of like jangly indie rock guitar is sort of the main guitar yeah it's kind of this this the guitar is really interesting it's funny that you were bringing up traveling wilburys the other day <laughs> yeah because like it kind of has that kind of 90s like jangle pop thing you know not that they were 90s but like you know it all kind of came from that tom petty like yeah it, know... it kind
1: of reminded me a little bit of like nikki sudden or something too that i was I don't know how yeah like, okay yeah the, the jangliness and the like yeah yeah this you know not the i don't know yeah well i was listening to it the other day it was like made me think like oh man i haven't listened to nicky said while i should do that but anyway <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's such a yeah but it is it's such a and i you know the funny thing is is it never really uh, like stood out to me in that way listening like i Yeah, just, you know, like normally what what happens and I think you're the same way is we'll pick, you know, the song, we'll pick a song and I'll listen to that song a bunch. But then whatever album it's on, I tend to kind of revisit the whole album. Yeah. And so, you know, since we had never picked this, it's just been one of the many great songs that you, you know, when you do a life won't wait song, it's like, oh, yeah, then there's this and then there's this. And it just... And I don't, like, mean this in a dismissive way, but it just sort of, like, kind of blended in with the whole sort of... in th- That
0: first 10... Right? Yeah, yeah just the
1: whole... Which is which is nonstop and is killer. But it... Singling it out, it made me... Yeah, it was just like, oh, this is... and But, you know, the funny thing is, is I feel like this is kind of the same... I think you could say this about just about every song on this album. It's like, oh, this is, like, very much its own thing. And it's very... <laughs>
0: Like, yeah 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 it, it feels like they were trying to make sure every song had a thing and it's like on this one it's this like jangly guitar and then brett's like doing all this like stick playing, yeah like
1: that's really interesting too
0: and like the bass is like so forward it's like such a classic like lead bass sort of even you know, the joke about Ranted being like a lead bass and, right like, right and and it's like oh the, the bass sounds so good on this song and um and and it's got such an interesting tone and what's funny is like you could think that there's these big moments where it gets quote-unquote big and riffy you know like there's like you know they they kind of gets big and then pulls back and gets big but all the time the distorted guitar is there it's just super back like way Mm -hmm. deep in the mix and it's which is a very like 90s it feels like like a 90s pop radio trick to like alt rock you know like like crossover alt rock trick of like look it's heavy but it's not heavy you know it's like it's yeah, got this yeah, like very yeah, palatable yeah. guitar right. in the front and then it's got like this in the background there's a, a crunchy guitar but it's like never really hurting you and it's like if executed wrongly it would taste sound like like um you know i don't know like uh i don't know like what's like marcy's playground you know or something like you know oh like God. these <laughs> like scrunge like you know post grunge like pop songs you know uh-huh. like it would almost have that vibe but it it's i don't know, it's got such like a rambling kind of fun jangly poppy thing going on and but again when when it does get big the other thing i'm so keyed in on is it, it, when it when it's about to drop the big hit you get that whack a whack from brett yes. again and, it, and it, you're just like i'm so so uh Back to being keyed in on his use of snares and i'm and i was listening to troublemaker recently because of our last song and i like even just listening to say goodbye to our heroes that episode just came out um you just hear him like run roll across the snare and it just feels so like tippy tappy (laughs) lights friendly friendly snare you know like just give it a little tap tap (laughs) You know, and it doesn't have this like offbeat, like like snappy, and also like I said, like almost like hitting almost before after the beat in the you know in a kind of fun like swung way. Like he just like really professionally plays the drums, but Brett does this like there's so much like sauce on there. You know, like there's like uh, and it's just another example of it. You know, I'm I'm gonna feel like we're gonna. You know, like Brett watch, you know, like snare watch. Every time, I, time we, among but it's the many, true. Among
1: the many things that have this podcast has made me realize, one, we've is the how great the uptones were, yeah. Are, yeah. Also, uh, I've developed a very deep appreciation for Vic Ruggiero, yeah. And the other one of the other th- well, and then the troublemaker. I mean, you know, we are the yeah. Troublemaker those are major. sort of our these are our but our greatest hits. The other one, <laughs> the other one is the Brett Reed appreciation. Like the totally Brett is the under like the underrated like secret of great rancid or the under it, appreci- Like I don't because I don't feel like anybody ever talks about Brett hardly
0: and and it's usually like oh he's not the best drummer and it's like yeah but he's got a lot of feel you know well, like-
1: and you know i talked about this uh i talked this on the fox the daily podcast i can't remember what the album was now that i was talking about and you know i i, I don't believe any of this shit like like i don't believe in perfection like nothing like you know. the, the, like there is you know whatever but but i will say like and i said this about this album it's like this, you know this album is not perfect but it's like the perfect album for me like brett reed is he's not the perfect drummer but he was like the perfect drummer for this iteration of rancid
0: 100 percent, and he must like this idea that you could be in a rhythm section with matt and not be somewhat of a good like rhythm drummer you know like you you know like a solid drummer right it's just absurd too you know what i mean like like you couldn't have good matt without good brett you know like yes rhythm sections are a unit you know what i mean like if he was like lars ulrich or whatever you know (laughs) and like couldn't barely hit his rolls and you know like could you know would forget the tempo midway through the song and all these things that you can just like actively go watch a guy who's been playing drums for his whole life do still you know like like we would notice it the way we notice it with metallica you know what i mean like like like, sometimes there's just people who are in successful bands that aren't super great drummers, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not even mad about that. Like, I I like the DIY spirit of, like, mm-hmm. somebody who can just kind of make it work, you know? Absolutely. But I don't think that's Brett. Like, I think that's no. what his rap is, that, that he, I think that's what people, some people think of him as. Like, he just kind of muscles his way through, and it's like, no, I don't think that's true. Right. I think there's enough complexity in the, the reggae songs, especially, and, like, It's enough, like fun and like, yeah. The way he plays that snare and the sound they get from that snare is like, oh, I love it, man. I and I've just become so attuned to it.
1: Yeah. Well, and Um, it's it's like it's it's become one of those. things You know, whenever you whenever you're doing a fucking weekly podcast about one (laughs) band, you have to really as you do. (laughs) Like yeah, you have to like dissect every little thing. And so again, like. I've listened to Ransom a lot in my life I, it's, you know all these things but I, without this podcast I don't think I would ever got here like because yeah. I would have never I, I would have never forced myself to you just would have
0: felt it you wouldn't have identified right. it's been it like oh yeah.
1: this is really good I wonder why what, you know why has this hit me in the way that but yeah I think I'm a I'm a big I'm a Brett Stan as they would say yeah, yeah me
0: too <laughs> for sure and and I also don't as much as we've kind of like turned brandon into again like the um oliver of like like we either the fans that hate the new guy you know what i mean i don't want to shit on this guy i don't know him am the i the, yeah. like him you know he's just the problem with being the second guy and being the contrast guy is that you're going to be contrasted and if it's like not what i like as much it's going to be a problem so it's like again we're excited that maybe they're leaning more into style you know because at least then it will fit more um but uh you know don't take this as it just makes me appreciate what i like about rancid is like a thing i should have always noticed which was the cracking you know intensity of brett's drumming yeah was like a needed part it gets overshadowed by tim and Lars' weird vocals and like the three-part harmonies Mm -hmm. and the Mm -hmm. Matt's bass Bass like exactly and like those three note solos and like all these things that are signature rancid for a lay person it's so easy you know a musician not great musicians it's so easy to identify those as the things that are you're reacting to you're like oh those are the signature things Mm -hmm. one of the signature things is like how he just leans into his kit and he leans into that snare and like how he's like effortlessly going between reggae and like really really fast punk songs and doesn't seem to care you know
1: i yeah i mean i think that's like another sort of underrated thing is he has considerable range
0: (laughs) when yeah i mean that's uh, the big thing like and i think it's because he pivots on this sort of slightly offbeat Mm -hmm. snare centric thing he that works on both pogo punk and and um the reggae thing—that's kind of—they both have that sort of snappy. You know, dub has that; it gets all anchored mm-hmm. by the snare cutting through, as does the, the you know, kind of wacka 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 wacka. You know, sort of pogo mm-hmm. punk. You know, like those are the same motions in a lot of ways. You know, they're just yeah. sped up and slowed down. So I think, I think he just happened to be the right drummer for that. And 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 also they probably were like, hey, we're going to want to do this pretty early. So he was like, okay, you know, I'll work on it. You know, right. he was still pretty young but um yeah i hope he feels appreciated i know he's just like works at like a custom car place maybe at least at one point like a garage and you know chills out and has money i don't know i hope he feels appreciated i do want yeah. to talk about one thing with the song and the lyrics okay. is i don't have them up on our notes like normal because every single one i found was wrong in some way right a lot of them <laughs> were wildly wrong some were wrong in that all of them didn't understand a couple lines. Like, I still don't know what are a couple of these lines are. They're very good lines. They're actually worth looking up. Like, this is actually pretty direct talking about Bosnia and 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 you know they don't really. Lars doesn't usually go this direct about like how fucked up this is, and he compares it to Belfast. And he like he talks about sort of the effects of okay all these people this sort of like tribal mentality and like you know the un's called in and it's gonna you know supposedly Mm -hmm. make it better but doesn't make it better and and all this sort of like um it's almost like he's calling out the tough guy mentality in a weird way and he's just saying like after it's all said and done it's all rubble and you know she's sort of it's like the women and the children that are left to pick up the pieces is sort of the message of the song. And it's semi hopeful, which is wild. Cause it's in the middle. You know, I think there's maybe when they were writing it, they thought things were getting better, but this is like right before some right. really horrific stuff goes down, <laughs> um, which is pretty fucked up to think about. Um, but it's sort of think it's kind of that conversation about like somebody, you know, getting hope from sort of like, joining the west you know which is also a really fraught complicated idea but like it's also kind of a truism of you know like you know refugees and just people leaving you know and you know she's got a new dress and she's looking to the west that's a really interesting hook for this thing and he just talks about like you know children playing in the fire and it's just like you know like for a rancid politics song of a thing that was going on while it was happening i was like Pretty impressive, but I think it's wild that like a Lars song, not even a Tim Mushmouth song, <laughs> nobody has it right. And it's like never been written down correctly. Ever.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's pretty that part of it's pretty remarkable. Cause yeah, that's like that's a Tim thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And I do agree uh, there, it's a couple like then you're like what did he say? You know, and like you see all these different like lyric aggregators trying to get it right. And you're like, no, nah, that can't be what he right, said. Right. <laughs> so I spent like a good half hour today being like, well, can I piece it together? And I couldn't even, I was like, never mind, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I mean, it's, I, yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, I had the same sort of. <laughs> I I don't know and I it's there I, I'm trying to think there was another song I think is one that maybe that we've done I don't know there was there's I mean there's there was another song that I feel like it was a lot of Lars lyrics that it was the same way where you couldn't
0: eh, it's funny for up, such sorry. a well-recorded right song. it's yeah. such a well-recorded album and song I would say like a song I almost picked is Warsaw which is I always kind of fit those two together like these kind of two rocking songs that are kind of about political moments in europe you know kind of right next to each other and they both kind of do this um mushy moments where i'm like if you push me i doubt i could tell you what any of these lyrics are you know what i mean like like even though i've listened to the song like a thousand billion times in my life right Right. Uh, (laughs) and i'm just like it's weird because in a lot of ways this is like the crispest most you know beautifully recorded also beautifully sung like lars is doing that's the other thing is we've said this before about lars's this, performance in life oh, oh wait, my god this is what another a fucking song man yeah. like what a, oh i mean and it is it's it's funny when he's not the one sounding kind of goofy on the the chorus with the right Lynn, you know kind of you know getting a little pitchy at times doing the like backing harmonies like he i mean like he's nailing his parts i mean he's not doing that harmony line he's just like but most of the song he is like this is why you point at lars and go like you are just like the epitome of punk rock vocalists you know like yep. gravelly punk rock vocal, like when you're on you're on you know
1: yep and this is yeah no i mean it's if you're making the case about how oh life won't wait is lars sort of shining star of a vocal performance like this is one of the songs you point to absolutely
0: right? yeah and I I kind of knew that, but like you know, there's a couple songs on the back end that, um, <laughs> the uh, that you know might be the ones I jump to, but like this one might be like this and like Blood Clot. It's like if you really want to show yeah Lars's power as just like a rock vocalist, you know, I don't know if he's ever done better than than like the three or four songs you could pull from this record for sure. It's just so yeah. good. Yeah. So very goofy uh episode, but um kind of weird <laughs> yeah. weird weird heavy song, but such a good song too. And just like that thing of sometimes when you pick something out of a life won't wait or an elk in the walls, you're just like, What do I say other than like this song rips, you know? <laughs> like uh but obviously this one's got some layers to it, but um yeah uh And it's weird also that they rarely write a song about something happening in the moment. And if you think about it, like this was right. I I guess the other thing I would say is I wonder what really got Lars and Tim to write this song. Like what experience like solidified this in their brain of like, we should write a song about this. uh, Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same
1: question we had about Rwanda. Right. I mean, yeah. um, And I think, like, I think on 2000, there's more current, happening now stuff um so it's like maybe this i don't know maybe they just this 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 caught their attention and they're like you know i gotta say something i don't know and then Mm -hmm. it kind of um because then they started doing it i mean it became like i can't remember anything off of the two albums after indestructible so i don't know if there's any shit on those that's like current events but like You know, you got Rwanda and like Black Hawk Down on 2000. Um, You've got Ivory Coast on Indestructible, um, which, uh, spoiler, I was going to pick Ivory Coast. Like that was going to be my (laughs) next pick. And then you picked this. And I was like, I can't do two genocide songs in a fucking row. (laughs) I can't do it. It's
0: (laughs) totally valid. (laughs) (laughs) So it's
1: still out there. Um, But anyway, yeah, no, it's I those are like those are questions I was like, what is it that like what happened that made you because because it is they don't like they're not they're not putting out like fucking they're not like propaganda right where they're putting they're out yeah. and so it's like what is it that spurs you into action to write the like current event political song or whatever yeah i don't know i think that's i think that'd be an interesting question to put to them to, to, like, yeah, i don't yeah. want to do it because i don't want them to know i exist but you know
0: um, <laughs> but somebody uh, should somebody, somebody should be to yeah so uh yeah no especially like it, they must have felt like some sort of a resolution had happened too of like like they were digging out of the war where really they won for another you know five you know three four years three four five years you know yeah um and things were gonna get worse before they got better so yeah it's a weird weird moment to write a song interesting for rancid because it, again they just don't they tend to not touch things until our semi-resolved you know right <laughs> right
1: yeah, like the Civil War, you know. They they really <laughs> waited
0: to No, you know, if you ask some people around here these days well, that's hey, not a resolved topic.
1: Yeah, or it's about to ramp up again.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> we just there was a lull there for a couple hundred years. Yeah. Oh so depressing. Everything's so fucking depressing. Anyways, uh what song do you have for us next week? <clears throat>
1: so like I said, before you had made your pick for this. I had Ivory Coast this was going to be my next song. Yeah. Uh, um, no. So we're not doing that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, then it was just like, fuck. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta figure something out. So, that, but I, I was telling Sam before we started recording, like I've just been in a shit mood all day. It's just been kind of, I don't know. I, I'm not gonna get any of that. But I wanna, I wanna be happy. So I'm gonna okay. pick a song that makes me very happy
0: okay can you tell me this the album
1: well guess what makes me well, the happiest
0: well uh, i'm assuming it's two. Th- see uh, i can't tell if it's gonna be out the or 2000
1: oh well i guess yeah i guess that's
0: true it could be one of it would be one of those two uh, it's probably 2000 though was okay. my guess
1: <clears throat> well you're wrong so god damn it <laughs> Oh, that, so was gonna be, that was going to be another thing on the bingo card when one of the hosts makes the other guess or when the other one yeah, of yeah, the guess yeah. <laughs> um, no so I I I've, I, mean it hasn't been that long since we I guess did an outcome the wolf song I think we did one you know, it's like, like six episodes ago or something I don't know whatever um, so are you going to try to guess the song or am I just going to say the song same? that makes
0: you happy anything on this record <laughs> <laughs> that's what song doesn't that's fair it, uh junkie man
1: are you guessing junkie man is the song that makes me happy or doesn't make me happy I,
0: well i so- know that there's something about junkie man oh I don't Bear. know no. uh, no. Bear. yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah we're
1: gonna do daily city train
0: oh that's a great one have yeah. we even done daily city train
1: <laughs> no we haven't like and i yeah we haven't we've only done um old friend and yeah w- okay it, like the ska so- like the good ska songs just always make me so happy this
0: yeah, so train is such a good goddamn song
1: <laughs> yeah i mean this is a conversation for next one, but like ranking the three ska songs on outcome the wolves is fucking impossible
0: well because they all do three different things like they're they're like yeah. here's the three things you can do with a ranted ska song you know what i mean like it's like one is incredibly beautifully sad like one is like super kind of poignant and like but fun and like you know like i don't mm-hmm. know there's something about like they they have these different vibes and, well, it's, the...
1: and it's it's here's the three things you can do with a rancid ska song as perfect as you can fucking do them and we will never do them this well <laughs> we'll never nail it
0: again <laughs> yeah it will never be this like truly ska yeah. good ska songs we'll do like w songs that are red we'll do like big right. bigger songs but we will never if Just we ever return to this zone, Scarra because they,
1: they return to this a bit in later albums. They tried to recapture the magic. Yeah. And it never it never
0: quite it works. never got there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even like things I love, like um to, the, what's the troublemaker um what's oh. the track five on troublemaker called? Oh my god. Where I'm going where I'm going, yeah. I mean wonderful ska song, like ridiculously fun, but like yeah. completely empty yeah you know, like these yeah. have like meaning packs so deep in them you know like
1: every one of them it's just yeah it's one it's yeah it's fantastic yeah. so well
0: um, now we just recorded the next week's episode yeah <laughs> so what's your pick for next? Na-
1: <laughs> uh okay well thanks for bearing with us guys this uh this is a weird one this episode kind of that's okay i think it you know i'm with it i'll live yeah all right and if you and yeah and hey oh and we you know we're recording this on the 19th we we didn't get a third single this week we thought yeah, we might. no third single yeah but i still i we think, got some time i think tuesday may be the day which will be birthday <laughs> present to me and it'll be either a really good birthday present or a shitty one depending on how what the song's like
0: uh I, but yeah i'll be so surprised if those were the only two songs we get i will too because the, there's
1: still a i mean not a month like, there's what four weeks three weeks when does it come out? No,
0: no, it's way, really soon. It's the second.
1: Oh yeah, we're
0: we're literally two yeah. weeks away.
1: But they wouldn't. I just feel like it's bad PR to like have a month between your last single and the release. yeah. I,
0: yeah, I mean the twenty third. It's perfect. Yeah, it gives you a week and, like, and a half, and it's like you gotta, yeah.
1: Especially if it's the you know what we think it is like the melodic, like kind of juggernaut Insominic, that like, gets yeah. people so excited so anyway that's a
0: if it's the let me go of this ep- of this record and it's even close to as good as that it's going to be the one that, that oh sells God. the record basically
1: man temper some expectations <laughs> it's I be... of the record.
0: <laughs> not, okay. not, I know it's not the best song <laughs> they've ever written no sorry
1: <laughs> oh shit okay uh that's enough we gotta get out of here um uh, <laughs> Check us out. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the 11th hour podcast. Uh, we'd love, we appreciate everybody who signed up. We'd love for you to sign up. You get early episodes, some other fun stuff, and it really helps support the cause and keep this going and growing. And you can also holler at us on Twitter and Instagram at RancidPod. Send us a voicemail. Um, give us your ranking of the three ska songs on Ooh. Outcome of the Wolves. Let's see how people feel about that. Uh, that can be a fun thing um or you know anything tell us we're foolish i don't care just let us know what's
0: up uh, your thoughts on the yugoslavian complex <laughs> you know yeah let's
1: yeah if anybody wants to send us uh, jesus enter, christ don't yeah, yeah don't please do don't. don't no please don't, don't do know. that
0: i do not i think that's fraught with danger but yeah uh,
1: yeah we don't need that nobody needs that um but if you don't know much about it go read about it that'd be a good thing to do
0: yeah that's fine i Um, just don't want to hear about it oh god something's making sound on my phone sorry okay (laughs) we're really just professionals
1: yes and so with that uh we're gonna shut the fuck up and we will see you in the Life will not wait for me to just sit and play Tears of the Kingdom for
0: 12 hours <laughs> straight. <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. I'm mean, in my,
1: in my way. Well... <laughs>